Welcome to the Play Create Podcast. I'm Kirsten Gunneruth. And I'm Jill Johnson. This is a place to explore play and creativity. It is. And this is where we come together and we play and create forward, which means that we give momentum to our ideas and our thoughts that have been kind of keeping us up every night. Yeah, in every aspect of life, work, parenting, you name it, there's no place we won't go and explore. And when it gets down to it, we just want to have fun. Today is the 50th anniversary of the safe return of Apollo 13 to Earth. It's a return that seemed impossible and a mission that helped inspire the rocket in Rocket Trike. (laughs) Talk about the power of creativity and improv to create incredible results. This is probably one of the, the strongest and best examples of what can happen even in the craziest of moments, the craziest, most life-threatening circumstances, uh, when you bring your creativity and your innate ability to improvise to that challenge. So 55 hours, 55 minutes and 20 seconds into the Apollo 13 mission, a loud bang was heard. And Jim Lovell at that moment uttered those famous words, Okay, Houston, we've had a problem. One of their oxygen tanks had exploded during a routine stir of the tank. There was no oxygen left in that tank, and the other oxygen tank next to it was quickly leaking air. That was oxygen they needed to breathe and oxygen they needed to run the power they needed for their spacecraft. Not just to get to the moon, but to get home. That moment didn't just ignite their tanks, it ignited a spirit, a focus, and a determination that eventually brought those three astronauts home. Almost 88 hours later, despite a never-ending spiral of life-threatening problems. We're not going to go into all the details of how that first problem led to a never-ending set of life-threatening challenges. Up until that moment, they hit the water safely back on Earth. And if you've never heard the story of Apollo 13, we highly recommend you go learn more about it and explore it. It is an incredible story, an incredible testament to the human spirit and the ability to turn massive failure into success. What we do want to do is explore what we can learn from this because it's really relevant right now. So one of the interesting things about this mission is that there was lots of what we at Rocket Trike like to call magic involved. Had those tanks exploded anywhere else along this journey, there probably would not have been any hope for return. They happened to go in exactly the right place at the right time. What was also magical is that their mission patch, which was created by the astronauts themselves, was based on the idea of bringing light of knowledge to all people. That is what their patch symbolized, bringing light of knowledge to all people. The symbolism on that patch featured three beautiful horses carrying Apollo, the god of the sun, and his chariot across the face of the moon. No one knew when they developed this unique symbolism for their mission, 
how true this would end up being, how true that it was going to be that the experiences of this mission could and would bring light of knowledge to all people. And in honesty, I don't think we have looked at this mission enough. I think this mission and that light of knowledge that it could bring to people today and well into future generations isn't being taken as much to heart as it possibly could because there's so much knowledge in it. There's so many beautiful nuggets that we can all learn from and apply to our life and our work. So let's look at what some of those things might be and how we can apply it or think about it in the crisis that we're facing today. So Houston, we have a problem, that famous line. Can you imagine where Jim Lovell, Jack Swigert, and, and Fred Hayes might have been without Houston? Without the knowledge that someone else or something else had their backs and was supporting them throughout their mission? This was key, even before the crisis hit. Just being on that mission, it was key to have that kind of connection and that kind of support. But that became even more important once crisis did happen. Without mission control, they would not have been able to solve for all of the unexpecteds and unknowns that popped up. That connection to something bigger than themselves, a whole team of people in this case on the ground, was key to their success. We know from studies and research in happiness and resilience how important it is to believe in something other, something bigger, something greater than yourself. And to have that belief and to believe that whatever that is, believes in you. So the question, the insight, the light of knowledge in this part of their story is who are you reaching out to during this time? Who are you letting know if you're having a problem hey, I'm having a problem. And how can you both help or maybe be helped in the process if it's another person that you know in your life? Or maybe it's God or the universe or whatever you call a higher power you maybe believe in. Whatever it is, finding and having and responding to or letting that being your mission control, if you will, know that you have a problem is really important and really beneficial. Think forward, one step at a time. Jim Lovell, the commander of this mission, did something else that was really remarkable. And as did most of the Apollo 13 team, but he really speaks to it a lot when he talks about this experience. He didn't dwell on the fact that his feet were no longer going to touch the moon. Which, think about this, this was a devastating, (laughs) completely devastating thought. His dream was so close. In fact, they were about to go and fly right across the moon. And yet, he wasn't going to be able to step on it. And because of a whole number of situations, he was pretty sure that was never going to happen. So, yeah, he acknowledged it. But he immediately then went into, okay, how do we solve this mode? So rather than getting stuck in what wasn't going to happen, what he wished was happening, all the, the places that we as human beings can be really good at, at uh, simmering in, 
he went straight into, okay, what can we do with this? His focus was on thinking forward, not back. So his team looked at what they had to work with, not what they didn't have, but what they had. And in each moment, they found the answers for what they could do to get home. That forward thinking, along with a lot of positivity, took them one step at a time until they did make it home. When one of the astronauts started to express concern about something that was really a few steps away, Jim Lovell's leadership was to let go and focus on the next step. And that guidance was probably what may have just kept them alive. So how can we apply this? So what is it that you can acknowledge and let go of so that you can move into what do I have to work with mode? What are you maybe hanging on to that you were wishing for, hoping for, planning on prior to COVID-19 that it's time to just let go of? And if it's hard to do that, just imagine what you do if your life depended on it. If your life depended on finding your way forward and maybe put it in that context and see if you can't let go of it. Even if you aren't in immediate peril, the life in you does depend on it. No matter what's happening, there's plenty waiting for you to see it so you can work with it and find some of your best answers in this time, one step at a time. Times like these aren't exactly comfortable. So when you look at what happened in Apollo 13, these guys had to live in the lunar lander for those many, many hours between the explosion and making it back to Earth. The lunar lander was a space meant for two people. And they, on top of that, they had to manage resources, which meant not enough water, Temperatures getting down to as low as 38 degrees without much to keep them warm. They couldn't wear their spacesuits in the the context that they were in. And there were only two because only two people were supposed to go, um, go out to actually land on the moon. And the area wasn't just cold. It was wet, covered in condensation. And then add to all those physical challenges... They were living with the constant unknowing of what was going to happen next. And the list goes on and on of how uncomfortable this was. So anytime we're thrown out of our comfort zone, it's not comfortable. Uh, We're getting pushed out of our comfort zones right now. And it isn't a comfortable place. And it's not probably going to be a comfortable place. What we can find in this is that we're capable of so much more than we'd ever imagined for ourselves. They survived with very little water, freezing their butts off, and, you know, being wet, and that constant unknowing. And not just unknowing, the constant discovering and figuring out and solving problems that they had to step into for that time. And in that, they found the best of themselves. Their whole team found the best of themselves. Another lesson, where there's no certainty, find your clarity. In all the chaos and constant uncertainties that this mission faced, how on earth did they find their focus? Their clarity was incredibly simple. 
what Mission Control, the leadership at Mission Control told the team every time they were sending people out to solve a problem was simple as this. Just get the crew home. Get the crew home. That was it. Whatever it took. And while that direction might seem quite broad, it was exactly the direction everyone needed in that moment. This wasn't a time for overthinking and micromanaging. This was a time for incredibly creative, improvised thinking. This was a time to open up the gates to find answers fast. Whatever would get the crew home, even if it involved tearing covers off procedure manuals, using duct tape, plastic, whatever else was around to make it happen, which is one of the things they did have to do. One improvised step at a time. And get the crew home, they did. They made it happen. Just get the crew home. So the question that this might inspire for us right now is, what is your clarity? How do you want to show up to this time? How would your best self approach this? Think about those things. You might not know what is the outcome is going to be. And a lot of times it's better not to focus on the, the end outcome, but how you want to show up to what you're creating right now. There's a lot of power in that. Another lesson, prepare for the unexpected. The Apollo 13 team on the ground and in space had what might seem like an insane amount of time under their belts preparing for the unexpected. So they did five hours of training for every hour of the expected mission time that they were supposed to have on this this journey. That's a thousand total hours, 400 of which were in the simulator. And while this scenario that they faced, the exploding tanks, wasn't in any of that training, that training prepared them for this scenario. So what can we do with this? We're already in the scenario. Maybe we trained, maybe we didn't. Maybe we're good at improvising in unexpected moments. Maybe we're not. It's okay. There's no better time than the present to learn that you have what it takes. You have everything that you need within you to step up to the challenge of this time and find your way through it. And maybe now is a good time, while you maybe have some extra time on your hands, to do some of that training, to do some of that, get some of those skills and focus on learning to get yourself comfortable in the uncomfortable. There's power in that. And you innately, as a human being, have the skills to do that. Now, one of the last thoughts, one of the last bits of of light and knowledge that we can maybe glean from the Apollo 13 experience is to know your tribe. A huge part of why this mission became what they now call a successful failure is because everyone stepped up to the plate and did what needed to be done. Part of why this happened as well as it did is because they had worked together for a while. On the ground, the three astronauts in space, that team was a pretty well-oiled machine. There was trust, there was comfort, and it was that trust that allowed them to divide and conquer when they needed to. So the thought here is, do you know who your tribe is? And do you trust them to bring their best forward? 
One thing you might witness in this time is that the people that you thought were your tribe might change a little. People you thought would step up might not. And people you thought never would might just step into this in some pretty unexpected, beautiful, and powerful ways. The key here is to connect with your tribe and co-create with them. If ever there was a time where innovation, new ideas, new approaches have a chance to emerge, it's now. Co-creating with that tribe, a team that you trust, whether it's just your partner at home or a group of people that you work with or a group of friends and family that you can connect and co-create with, do it. It might just take you to a higher level than you ever imagined possible. Closer relationships, better outcomes, uh, businesses reaching levels of innovation you never ever could have anticipated. Maybe right now in this moment, but in the future you're going to see it happen. Maybe you don't have a tribe. Maybe there's not a group of people that you know really fits this bill. Again, there's no better time than the present. Maybe it's time to find that, that tribe. I promise you they're out there. So as we simmer in all of this, and as we celebrate this 50th anniversary of Apollo 13's return to Earth, I invite you to just uh, relish in this beautiful example of what's possible, even in a crisis that seems impossible to overcome. These guys proved that the impossible is possible, that there is such a thing as successful failure, that we can rise to occasions that we don't even know we can, but we can, and you can. And so I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, Apollo 13. And... Maybe even thank you, COVID-19. There's an opportunity here for us to find things within ourselves we didn't know was po- were possible. So here's to finding yours. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And definitely share it with all your friends. Heck yeah, we can all use more play and creativity in our lives. Yes, especially with our friends. <laughs> yes. And check us out on social media. We're at Rocket Trike Studios. We'd love to have you join us there.